0: hi what's going on? How is everybody? Um, I had a wonderful weekend. I sorry I wasn't here last week, but well, I'm not really sorry. um well, I kinda am. I'm sorry for you guys that I wasn't here last <laughs> week so um let me I'll tell you about my trip in a minute i I told Jan that I would only drag her into this show for a few minutes, so I'm gonna drag Jan in here so somebody smarter than me, um, or somebody smarter than I am, can explain this shit to you, okay? Just saying. I mean, I knew I understood it, but I didn't know if I understood it correctly. Pretty sure I did. Hi, Jan. Hi, Jeannie.
1: Just hang on a
0: second, okay? Mm -hmm. Hello. Hi. What are you doing? Oh. Okay. How are you? Good. I've been trying to explain to people that what passed, even though it was introduced by mr cole is not hr 2058
1: no it's not it is it is not even close uh hr 2058 was just about anything or everything we could ever want um this is not that um and uh i guess we should call it the Cole bishop amendment and i don't know if we can call it a win um I would suggest people get it for themselves and read it. There's a lot of caveats in there that I have real problems with. Um, real problems with. There's.
0: <laughs> well, I I have I have the quote from Alex, and, okay. and I'll read the quote from Alex just so people understand. Um, and, and guys, Alex is one of the legislative directors at CASA. So Alex, He's the
1: legislative director at CASA. There is no one else.
0: He knows way more about this shit than I do. Okay, and by the way, I really enjoyed seeing him this weekend. Um, if we can get the word out that for the time, <laughs> for the time being, to Jeannie, <laughs> thank you, Alex, that this week's victory should be, re- quotes, yeah, in air, air quotes, should be referred to as the Cole Bishop Amendment, and victory will remain in air quotes until the battering language becomes more thoughtful. End quote.
1: I would suggest that people read it for themselves. Don't don't let anybody else break it down for you. Don't let anybody else tell you what's good or bad about it. Get a copy and read it for yourself. Because it's, it's not written in such ghosty language that even I can't understand it. You know what I mean? How legislative language is terrible. This isn't quite that bad, and
0: it's not quite that bad. But I still called you.
1: I know. Um, <laughs>
0: Just saying.
1: yeah. Well, you know, with my love of C span and all, why wouldn't you? Um, there are some there are some issues with this, and you know, it, it started out one way and became something else. Like legislative bills often do, people add on to it, and, and people take away from it, but. We don't have an HR 2058. We don't, that That is dead. It, it does not exist, okay? Th- this is what we have. And like with any and all legislative compromises, the longer it sits around, the more they have a chance to make it worse, but the more we have a chance to make it better. Um, it's this or 2007 kids, is how it's looking right now. So, I mean, you can hate it. You can be against it. You can have real issues with it like I do. But for right
0: now, this is the only game in town. It's the only game in town, but we're still pushing and supporting and, and begging people to co-sponsor 2058.
1: Right. But that's not really, that's not really, um, that's not really, a. a alive right now. It's not dead, but it's not alive. It's kind of a a zombie thing sort of floating around there. It could come to life. It could not come to life. You you know what I'm saying? What we have now with the Cole Bishop Amendment is this is what there is now. You know what I mean? And you can work to make it better or not. Um, There's never been a better time for vapors to be politically engaged than right now. Never. There's never been a better time to get in and talk to your Congress critter and your senator and and let them know how you feel. They rarely get that. They need to know. This is going to affect people. This is going to... The 2007, you know, predicate date is going to put whole slews of businesses under. Put whole slews of people out of work. And it's going to hurt people. They don't know that because they don't hear from our side. They hear from the ALA's lobbyists and, you know, the alphabet soup of the aunties that don't like us, but they don't hear from us. We're not as well connected. We don't have as many lobbyists, but we can make a noise. That's what this is. It's just the beginning of making a really loud noise. And we can change things. We just have to do it. You know? So is Cole going to be able to get 2058 to fly? Um, I'm not privy to that kind of information, but I I would have serious doubts that he would have offered up this amendment with Bishop if... 58 was uh, had real legs in Washington. Again, I'm, you know, I'm right. I'm not speaking for Cassop. Please don't make that mistake. I'm just here because I'm Jeannie's friend and she knows I I like politics. I I take a real interest in it. I kind of have some understanding of how smarmy and scummy it can be and and how it can work and how it can not work. So my hunch is that I don't believe 2058 has legs. <sighs> um, maybe, maybe that's all he can get to move. I don't know. Um, I'm sorry for my husband snoring in the background. This is why I don't usually do a show this late at night. Honestly, Jan, I so can't even you can hear him. So
0: quit giving him a hard time. I'm sorry. I can't Um, even hear him. Poor man.
1: (laughs) It's okay. Uh, I just wanted to say I was sorry to other people because sometimes people are going to be able to hear it on the replay. Um, Some people have um, really great sound systems. I don't, so I I can only kind of hear it a little bit. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't predict the future. Anything could happen. But if you want that to be a thing then you know if you want 2058 to move then you're going to need to do more than you did and no one wants to hear that because I know everybody feels like they killed themselves, they did enough they did a lot of phone calls, maybe they went to see their congress critter and I guess that's not enough I don't know why I'm not a lobbyist. I do know that um, politics attracts people that, um, generally speaking, don't have human interests at heart. That explains little hitler Clinton to me anyway. I really don't like that woman. Um, So yeah. i'm no genie i can't predict the future genie bottle I, genie no. yeah i okay genie, i was personal, gonna say genie. i am
0: and i have no fucking <laughs> clue what this shit me you know, i mean all i knew was for a fact that this was not hr 2058 no it um, is absolutely and, not And when everybody saw coal on it they yeah. made the logical conclusion um, yeah. albeit wrong that it was 2058 and it was not oh it's
1: not Um, The only
0: way for 2058 to actually get legs under it now and be a real thing is if we make it so. And um, I just, I was just worried that everybody was going to see this and they're going to go, oh, okay, yay, we won, we're done. No, we're not. Not no, even fucking that, that close. That bill
1: still has to go through another committee. <laughs> yeah, and, mean, the way, and the every, way this I saw bill stands.
0: and I'm going. Yeah, it can't. This won't even. This has to this go through.
1: This isn't even a done deal. It's not locked in. Yeah, and it's it probably solid. won't.
0: And this won't be even thought about until, what, October, November, December? Mm hmm. And then, you know, there's still something else. So I guess, Jan, the biggest reason that I wanted you to come on was for. Again, somebody smarter than I am... <laughs> to explain to people that, that it wasn't 2058. Oh, uh, God, no. And, it's, it's not. our 2058 It's like a dream amendment. Yeah, and this is a step. But it is just that it is a step. Um, yeah. And that if people want 2058 passed... Then it takes everybody getting off their ass... And work us twice as hard as we have done so already. Yeah, I mean...
1: I don't see people wanting to do that. I mean... I, I think it might even, I don't know, I don't think vapors are the kind of people to protest in the streets. I think it might take that. And I used to make fun of Kevin for that, but he's right. When they push you into a corner, what you have left is civil disobedience.
0: Okay. All so, right. Yeah. That's what I wanted. That's all I wanted. Okay. Damn it. All right. so no. I'm gonna go talk about vape bash now, because that made me happy. Okay. <laughs> <All> <laughs> thank right. you, Miss Jan. Okay.
1: Thank you, Miss Janie. Have thank you. Good
0: night. Jan. And and if you guys haven't heard enough disturbing stuff, um and and it's all shit that we should know, we probably don't want to know, but it is stuff that we need to know. Um, you really should tune in to Jan's show uh Monday nights here at six PM or listen to the anti nanny replays because Jan puts on one hell of a show. Speaking of anti-nanny, before I go back on to stuff that that made me happy, um, this is something that I talked about on Jan's show, and I was all pissed off about it, and there was an update to it, and I'm going to read it on my show, um, because this is my show. Technically, this is a vaping show most of the time, but you know you have to hear about my garden on occasion Um, i'm really trying to get get moved quickly to Tennessee because um while i'm in this in this uh holding pattern um i am not planting my garden this year here so yeah anyway so uh i i read a story on on jan's show about this couple in Sugar Creek Missouri and um I have to sneeze hold on excuse me um so the 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 city of Sugar Creek um this this couple um had had some hard times come up in their life and uh so to make ends meet and to still feed their family these people planted a garden now, the garden that, these, that this couple planted had to be in the front yard of their house. Because their backyard doesn't get sun required by a garden. So, this town, this, this wonderful city of Sugar Creek, Missouri. If you live there, go tell your council members that they suck. Really. Really. You people should be having a shit fit over this in Sugar Creek. The fact that you're not pisses me off. So anyway, so so this couple has a garden growing in their front yard to feed their family with. And the city of Sugar Creek decides that they are going to pass an ordinance with no grandfather date, making it illegal to grow food in your front yard. The way this thing reads is that non-traditional landscaping is not permitted. I would like somebody explain to me how the fuck vegetables are non-traditional landscaping. Now, when I said that there was no grandfather date. I meant exactly that. They measured the depth of these people's front yard. And that's exactly how close to the road you are not allowed to have it. Two days after they passed the ordinance, the city went after the the Athens family and forced them to destroy all the food in the garden. Or they were going to be facing fines. I have a horrible problem with this. This was done after this garden was put in. These are the things that should piss us off as Americans. It really should. When in the hell did it become a crime to want to feed your family yourself? What I find really funny is You can go to the home Depto or you can go to Lowe's or you can go to whatever freaking garden center you choose to use and you can buy imported Bermuda grass and you can plant that shit in your front yard and it's considered traditional. But vegetables are not. this is a problem this is a big huge problem and you know why it will be allowed to happen it will be allowed to happen because the majority of people don't give a shit because they don't grow food I could understand it if these people had staked out a cow and a pig to raise in their front yard. But the vegetables, yeah, that that's just, that's just messed up, folks. Just messed up. All right, so now we'll go on to Vape Bash. I, I have to quit talking about shit that's pissing me off. I, I really do. So we'll talk about fun stuff. Um, I put a post up on Facebook. And I guess I should have tagged the vendors um, or added their websites because I don't know, stupid me. I just thought that people would know who these companies were. Um, but so, so I went to vape bash. Um, my flight to Chicago went off without a hitch. Um, I landed in Chicago at six forty-five a.m. on Thursday. Yes, a.m. people. AM. Um, my daughter drove me to the airport and my daughter's, uh, uh, payment for driving me from Shingle House to Buffalo at two thirty in the morning. Yes, we had to leave here at two thirty in the morning. Um, because you know, with my built in electronics and shit, um, it's always good thing for me to, uh, arrive at the airport early. Little did I know how early I, I needed to leave Chicago. Um, so, uh, but her, her payment for said taxi ride was Do Scoops from Good Life Vapor. It's out of their sweet shop line. I am a fan of three of the flavors in the sweet shop line. Do Scoops is the only one of the four that I am not over the, over the hills in love with. Uh, my daughter, on the other hand, is. Uh, that. That was what she demanded for payment was do scoops. So, um, so I go to this meet and, and, and I came home with e-liquids and I am very, very happy. I have four e-liquids running right now that I didn't purchase any of them. Um, But back to, back to the airport thing, getting to the airport. So needless to say, I was up all night, Wednesday night into Thursday. My flight got in before seven. Parr's flight got in from Texas at like seven thirty. I almost begged this woman, do you know that they have a wine they have they have a wine bar in O'Hare Airport? They do. They they have wine bars in the Chicago airport and Parr would not go to the wine bar with me. She said it's too early in the morning. And the only thing I have to say to that is, screw that. It was not too early in the morning. It was still Wednesday for us. So that technically is a very late night for us, not a very early morning. Parr didn't go for that. So needless to say, we waited around for the girls to get there. We, we get to Vape Bash, and there there was this whole slew of women. Um, and anybody at Vape Bash that was traumatized by the, the big table full of middle-aged women, um, we're not sorry. I won't even lie to you. We're not sorry. At <laughs> least. We had an absolutely wonderful time. Um, I got to see lots of lovely people whose faces I have missed of those lovely faces that I have missed. I am going to tell you three of them and they are the, the wonderful people that, that made the four e-liquids that, that I brought home with me that I happen to be vaping right now. Um, I have Bradford from Bruce City. Uh, this stuff is a lemony, strawberry, sweet tart just it's fucking amazing stuff it really is and it is so funny every time I would walk by there and I every time I would walk by I had to stop and I had to see Jamal and I had to get a hug and it's just what it is so Somebody would walk up to the table to go try the entire line. And I'm sorry that I didn't pimp out the entire line, but I didn't have enough air in me to pimp out the entire line to everybody that walked up to his booth. So what I would do was reach over and pick up the bottle of Bradford and say, this is the one you have to have. Because it is. If you haven't tried any Brew City, you have to try the Bradford. Because it is freaking yummy. And don't tell me you don't like lemon vapes. Don't tell me you don't like strawberry vapes. You just have to try it. It's freaking good. Really, really good. So I brought home two bottles of that. I brought home a 120 ml bottle of the Foster's the Banana from Good Life Vapors. Sweet Shop Line. Yep love it everybody knows how i am with banana vapes and yeah it's super yummy i've got the lemony kick it in another one uh, also from the sweet shop from good life vapor and the fourth one that i brought home was mac sauce from Nixteria. now Nixteria wasn't a vendor at the meet but my friend anthony was there um, and and Nixteria used to be Good Life or used to be um, Juicy Vapor, by the way. Anybody that is that doesn't know what Nixteria is, they've been Nixteria for a long time now. But it, uh Nixteria is by Juicy Vapor, and the Mac Sauce really fucking good too. So this is the wonderful thing for me with going to vape meats because I don't often buy e liquid. I just don't because I make a lot of e liquid. And by the way, speaking of making e-liquid, next week is going to be the DIY show for this month because I wasn't here last week and I had other stuff I wanted to talk about on this show this week. So next week is DIY. So because I DIY so much, I don't often buy e-liquid, but every time I go to a meet, there are a lot of people that I know with these meats that make really phenomenal e-liquid and I have to bring it home. So uh, Brew City, Good Life Vapor and Nexeria, thank you very much. I will not have to make e-liquid for a couple of weeks again and in the meantime I get to enjoy some really good stuff. Thank you guys for being stand-up vendors. Thank you uh, for being the type of vendors that I can recommend to people and the kind of vendors that I can trust to make an e-liquid that I am more than happy to vape. As a matter of fact, I am thrilled to vape these. Love them all. Um, So there's that. Um, I got some other stuff while I was at Vape Bash. I have to give shout-out points to uh, Bedazzled. Bedazzled also was not there at a vendor as a vendor, but I did manage to still come home with some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pieces of glass, for uh, some of my my salito tanks, and for my nautilus minis. That made me very happy. Props should really go out to Signot and SIGTEX. SIGNOT and SIGTEX were two of the maybe four vendors that had hardware at this meet. There were very, very few hardware vendors and that makes me sad. SIGNOT um, and SIGNOT and if you're an old school vapor, you know who I'm talking about when I say Signot" because this woman kept a lot of us from going back to smoking. I absolutely adore Vicky. I think she is a phenomenal phenomenal woman. They had gear there, they had the sony v t c four batteries, and they had a pretty damn good deal on them enough so that I bought six. It was about time that I needed new batteries, so I bought them. Sigtechs, is the other one. I went up to Sigtech to ask them if they had something I was looking for, and they didn't have what I was looking for. But, do you know what they did for me? They called the shop, and they told the guy that was working at the shop that when he shut the shop, around, sh- sh- blah, blah blah blah, when he shut the shop down, to bring them to me. So, SIGTEX, thank you very much. You you made my meat. Um, you didn't have what I needed, but you had it at your shop, which was local. So you called somebody. You had them bring it over there. And I got what I wanted. Thank you. Kudos to you. You that That is just above and beyond. You didn't know me. You didn't have to know me. You didn't give a shit. But you got what I wanted. Thank you for that. That means a lot to me. so who else oh Wi-Fi Wi-Fi who I thought was a new vendor that I got to look in and wasn't a new vendor Um, they had they had the Solito tanks there Um, and I know I'm probably not saying there that the name of this this Solito tank correctly I don't give a shit all I know is I like it Uh. they had them there for 20 bucks and they had the five packs of coils for them for 20 bucks. Fantastic freaking deal. So I got another one. I only used the 0.4 coils. I refused to use the 0.2 coils. But they had them. And so I had, now I have two of them. There was a lot of e-liquid companies that I've never heard of. Uh, Joe McManus, don't ever put a phonetic pronunciation for a word in my chat again. Did you miss the part where I said I don't give a shit how you pronounce it? Apparently, uh, no, Aunt Foz, the the. It is not a mouth to lung tank. It, it it is most definitely not. If you want a mouth to lung thing, I've got to tell you because I freaking love this thing. Jeremy, give me five more minutes, Jeremy, and I and I'll bring you in to talk about the wire. I promise. But I got to talk about this this AIO. This AIO is Joytech AIO. It's 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 called an AIO because it's an all in one. Even my dumbass could figure that out. Um, and when they mean all in one, they, they seriously mean all in one. Um, if you have smokers that you need to have something around for, con- for converting people, this is the thing you need to buy. I am so impressed with this little son of a bitch that I am using one. I am so impressed with this thing. I came home from Vape Bash with four of the, or no, da, 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 one, two, three, four, five, six. I came home with six of these things. I ordered more of them today because, oh, uh, shit, who's having the sale? Um, E-Siggety. E-Siggety is having a 30% off sale for the next 48 hours. And um, so I ordered some more at E-Siggety. Um, they were like 20 bucks there, but you get 30% off of that. So blah, 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 blah. You get where I'm going here. And, and the thing about these things is it comes with a stock 0.6 coil. And, and you know, I have for a long time been, been adverse to handing a brand new vapor a sub-ohm setup. This thing is so easy peasy. It's not like they're building it. It's not anything. Um, it is a one-piece unit. Um and it is a, it is a little bigger around than one of the old Eco Twist batteries. Um it's about as big around as one of the the spinners. Anybody remember a spinner battery because it's about that big around. Um it's got a half ass child resistant cap on it, kind of sorta. Um that's kind of a fail, but I don't give a shit because I don't use it um f- because it's it's child resistant. Um, I'm using this thing because it's freaking awesome and it has a light in it that I can change the color on. But besides that, I ordered the 1-ohm coils for mine because it takes the same head that the, that the Cubis takes. Um, so I ordered some of the stainless steel 1-ohm Cubis coils to put in mine, um, but I did order a bunch more of these when uh, the eSigeti sale was posted today. I did get another link from Mike Gets. Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, 101 Vapes. Um, 101 has them for 14.99. I'm not kidding. They're 14.99. So, if you've never been to 101vape.com, check them out at 101vape.com. Um I I have had a bunch of people have gone out and picked these things up since I started talking about them. It's really it is really such a fantastic freaking device to have around for a smoker. I did notice a couple of things. I have a problem with the fact that the USB charging port doesn't have one of them little rubbery covers on it. Okay? It doesn't. I don't know why it doesn't, but it it doesn't. Um, It's not like this thing's going to leak all over because if you didn't get the part where we said it was an all-in-one, let me repeat, it's an all-in-one. It's a little hard to run juice down this thing because it doesn't leak. So it's not really an issue. It's just one of those things where... I kind of wish it had one. I like anything that I own to have covers over all of the, the, the the micro USB connections and stuff because I can fuck up some shit. Oh, and husband, I'm sorry, husband, if you're listening, stop. (laughs) I was talking to my husband on the phone before my show. He goes, "Um, have fun on your show tonight. Watch your language. (laughs) <laughs> so there's that. Um, but so the, the little thing over the USB port, um, I would I would really rather it, it had one of those little covers on there. There's that. So um as far as some people are talking about the, the child proof thing um that's a non issue for me. Um, Anybody that knows me, knows how my hands are, knows that I hate child-proof stuff. It sucks. Um, This, not so much. I can get this open and closed. So it's that that child-resistant whatever thing is a non-issue for me. The other thing I hear people talking about is that the .6 coil being too hot of a vape. I think it, it doesn't really bother me. Okay. It doesn't bother me because I'm a mouth to lung vapor. And recently I've been running a lot of sub gear. By that I mean the Salido tanks. Um, They're hot. It's hot. This Not compared to that. I think one of the biggest issues I have ever had with my Nautilus Minis is the fact that it's too cool of a vape. So these 0.6 coils, um, in my opinion, are perfect for converting smokers because um, they're smokers. They're used to having warm smoke. So them having warm vapor is probably a good thing for them. So anyway, enough raving on this thing. Um, I think maybe I need to to check out more starter stuff more often. Um, I say I'm very complacent in my vape, and I am. I have a bunch of stuff that I like, so I don't go out and buy every new thing that hits the market. Uh, These little suckers, I'm really glad I bought them. Really glad, because I'm vaping one now. so um I'm gonna bring Jeremy on I'm pretty sure that Jeremy has been on a bunch of shows lately uh, talking about this but I don't listen to a lot of shows so I'm having him on this show to talk to the people that listen to my show hi
2: hi Jeannie how are you uh, doing pretty good let me let me get rid of uh, vapor's place in the background okay. Alrighty.
0: So oh my God, are you are you kidding me? All of this fancy wire is marketing bullshit? Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've been screaming about this for the last, I don't know what four years that I know of. Well, three years that I've been vaping. Uh, so about two and a
0: half of that. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Yeah, it's it's marketing bullshit. Pretty much. So what made you decide to, to test this stuff other than the fact that... See, and I always thought that you were in the oil and gas industry. I am.
2: Uh, I do non-destructive testing, uh, non-destructive examinations. So I go out to refineries and we deal with um, mainly in the welding aspect of it. We're doing... Um, Equipment inspections on refineries to make sure that the equipment is up to snuff and it's not full of cracks and you know dangerous stuff that can cause explosions. Like oh, while I was up in Denver, we had uh, Shell down here caught fire, and then Liondale the very next day caught fire in their coker unit. So, so you know,
0: let me time out. Let me let me sidetrack you for a second. Um, go ahead. Do you know Do you know who GFS is? Gas field Specialist.
2: Mm, i want to say that i have heard that name
0: but they're here they're they're, the entire family's born and raised here um i'm Mm. yeah i'm very good friends with um most of the the west boys but yeah so anyway okay oh cool continue um well you know
2: when i first started vaping in the middle of uh 2013 right before i went to school for this um there was the big hoopla versus Canthal with uh, nichrome wire. And, you know, I resisted nichrome wire for the longest time because I thought it was just a bunch of hooey. You know, I thought, man, there there can't be that much difference in two different strands of wire that are basically heating element wires.
0: Yeah, I'm still um, using, I'm still using Canthal
2: um, I quit using Canthal and went completely over to nichrome. and I started out and I tried nichrome 60. I didn't like it. I got the taste of hot dimes in my mouth because of the, you know, whatever's in it. I'm not really sure, um, but it, it just, it had this real metallic taste and mm-hmm. my juices tasted off. So um, somebody else told me, they said, you know what, try nichrome 80. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that kind of sounds counterintuitive. It's got, Eighty percent nickel instead of sixty percent. They're like, yeah, but just try it. So I tried nichrome eighty, and sure enough, it tastes fine. I don't get the taste of hot dimes in my mouth. Do
0: uh, you want to know juice, why I ju- avoid nichrome? Huh? You want to know why I avoid nichrome? Cheap. Because. Ju- go cheap, ahead. Cheap jewelry turns me green.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I've got some nickel silver um, Navajo jewelry. It's a uh, bracelet, cuff, uh, watch band. Uh, full of turquoise. I mean, it's a beautiful piece, but it's nickel silver instead of being straight silver. And yeah, it does turn my, my wrist black.
0: Yeah. This Uh, is why I won't touch nichrome
2: wire. (laughs) But see, I'm not allergic to to nickel at all. I mean, I I used to have my ears pierced when I was, you know, younger and wilder in my woolly days. And uh, I never really had an issue with nickel jewelry, but for some reason, nichrome wire, the nichrome 60, it just, it, it did. It tasted like a handful of nickels in my mouth and I didn't like it. But Nichrome 80, you know, it, I've used that for the last three years and it worked great. But while I was up in Denver, I noticed, you know, I, I got a couple of new atomizers uh, from a shop in, in uh, Lakewood over there. Um, and I wanted to try a new build on it. And I looked at my spool and I said, well, that's not going to work. I didn't realize I was that low on wire. So I went back to his shop, um, left my hotel, went back to his shop again. And he was kind of surprised to see me walk back through the door again. I said, man, I need wire. And I don't feel like paying $20 for, you know, 15 feet of wire. And he's like, well, I tell you what, try this Mad Rabbit. This is the little bit more economical side. Um, it, uh, it retails for about $14 for a bag, but it's still 15 you know fifteen feet, so basically a dollar a foot. And I was in a pinch, so I said, you know what, screw it, what the fuck, might as well. So I grabbed the bag of wire. You know, that's something
0: the- I would do. Ah, uh, fuck it, I'm here, just give it to me.
2: Yeah, I I, I did. Um, I mean, I was at my wit's end, and you know, being in oil and gas, I', I not the greatest with money, so to speak. Um, <laughs> I look at it like oil money in the bank. It's oil and gas money. I don't really give a shit. Spend it. Um, so I bought a bag of the Nicro or the uh, bought a bag of the Mad Rabbit. Uh, they had it in twenty gauge. So I bought a bag of that and I wrapped up some coils and there I put it in out. my Buddha.
0: Time out, go time ahead. Out. Am I the only person on the planet that still raps with anything above 28? Because I'm beginning to think I am. All right, go ahead.
2: Uh, well, you know, I started out with 30, um, and I just got bigger and bigger. And the density of the the clouds. Yes, I'm a cloud chaser, and I know we get kind of looked down upon. But you know, I don't I don't vape in stores like that and blow massive massive clouds. I have and no
0: problem with movies. cloud chasers just bad places for clouds
2: pretty much um so i I wrapped up a couple of wire uh, a couple of coils and i bought the coil master kit because it was just all the tools i needed in one Mm -hmm. kit and i didn't feel like going around and hunting from store to store so i wrapped up some four millimeter uh barrel coils about 12 wraps a piece threw them in the buddha v2 put them on the rx200 wait
0: what does what does 12 wraps of 20 come out to Um, I've got a dual coil in this and it comes out
2: to 0.12.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay.
2: And I'm running it right at 250 watts. I updated it with the 3.1 update and a couple of little cool funky fonts. And 250 watts is, I mean, it's nice and warm. It's nice and rich, thick, dense vapor, and it keeps me from smoking. So.
0: that's what, And that's what matters. Too many people forget that. It's about not smoking.
2: I mean, whether you're using an Ego and, you know, a Kanger T3S or you're using an EVOD or whatever you're using, it doesn't matter if you're using a $7,000 setup or, you know, a $25 setup. If it keeps you off smoking, Phil Basardo is absolutely right. It's the best product on the market yeah. for but, you.
0: But I would highly recommend anybody that's going to run point one two that you not be doing it on a $20 device. Just saying. I'm just saying.
2: Very, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> Um, we
0: should make that perfectly clear.
2: Yes. Um, so I, I threw the coils in there and I lit them up and it it seemed like it ramped up quicker. Um, the flavor w- seemed, you know, I mean, it's all subjective, but the flavor seemed like it was a little bit better. Um, the density was on point. The flavor profile was amazing. And I asked the guy, I said, man, what is in this wire? He's like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know?
3: He's like, yeah. I don't know. Oh.
2: Uh, so you're selling something for vaping for people to heat up and inhale and potentially off gas, and you don't know what it is.
0: You forget nah, somebody put clue. titanium dioxide in a fucking vape? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah okay. the Cutwood days. I remember those.
0: Okay, so we, okay continue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I, I, I looked at it, and I, I thought, you know what? I'm out here doing PMI inspections anyway, and PMI is Positive Material Identification. It's a $36,000 piece of equipment that's in the shape of a, of a handgun. It's you know about the size of a price checker that you would use at Walmart to scan something. And, and that's, you know.
0: that's exactly what I thought of when you sent me the pictures.
2: hmm And it uses highly intense uh, focused x-rays to fluoresce the metal. Now every element on the period on the periodic table when exposed to x-ray electromagnetic radiation they all fluoresce at a slightly different frequency. Yep. So the sensor in the gun, the longer you hold the trigger and expose the material to x-rays, the brighter and more thorough it of a signal that it gets. Oh,
0: so and you're talking it, you're talking lights here. Lights is something I can understand.
2: Yeah. Okay. So e- each one of these elements, they all fluoresce at a different frequency, and the longer you shoot it, the more sensitive the results that the gun gets, the more detailed of a description it can, it can extrapolate. So I looked at it, and when it popped back 316, I, I thought, wow, you know, that's that's kind of weird. 316 stainless steel. That's pretty common stuff. Now, they didn't tell me that it was anything special or that it was, you know, this newfangled metal uh, composition specifically for vaping or anything like that. They said, look, if you like G-Plat Elite, try this. It's just like that. So I thought, okay, well, I went back to the shop and I said, man, you know what? I want to know what is what what all is in these wires. So I bought a bag of the G-Plat Elite, the G-Plat Standard, the Royal wires, the Hot wires and the <laughs> Anarchist. And I took them all to work the next it was $86 worth of wire for five little baggies of wire. And I took those back to work and while I was bored that morning, we didn't, you know, we were kind of slow on our inspections because of the weather. So I broke out the PMI gun and I tested these wires. It takes 5 to 20 seconds, 20 seconds being the most descript, uh, the most detailed description of an analysis that it's gonna render you after 20 seconds is kinda pointless um, but our bare minimum procedure says five seconds so you know I didn't wanna you know I, I thought man you know I'm using company equipment I don't want anybody to really think I'm doing anything out of the ordinary so I just shot him for five seconds in the beginning and they all pop back, three hundred four, three sixteen, heating wire sixty fifteen, nichrome eighty, and I thought, wow, you know, all these companies for the last few years, G-Plat being the first to say, uh, yeah, this is specially made for vaping, and we had it custom formulated. It's amazing stuff, and it's better than anything else you're gonna find on the market. I was floored when I found out just how common these wires really were. And then I got to thinking about it. Does it really make sense that a company as small as our industry is to be able to go to an already established wire manufacturer and convince them that they have enough money to make it worth their while to change their already profitable bread and butter formula To something special for them and that they're going to buy enough of it to make it worth their while. No. And the answer to that is no. (laughs) Nope. Exactly. Nobody in this industry has the stroke or the money to be able to go to a multi-billion dollar wire manufacturer and convince them to change something that already makes them billions a year for something as small as what we do.
0: I, I have said this for a long time about flavoring. Um, And one of the only reasons, well, not one of the only, but I mean, there are like five reasons that, that I said yes when Flavor Art said, would you be interested in doing a blog for us? And one of them being that they honestly and truly have made many of their flavors as safe as what we know they can be at this point for vaping. Now, does Flavor Art still produce flavors that are not for vaping? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. But all of the ones that they produce for vaping, they test. They have had independently tested. And they do it. And I can remember four years ago, there was this holy big hoorah. Everybody thought that they were going to be able to go to Loran's and tell Loran's that they weren't going to use their product unless they change it. And I fucking laughed at them.
3: Mm-hmm. I laughed
0: at him. <coughs> Loran, Loran Oils, and many people are thrown by the name Oils. They hear Loran Oils and think that all of their flavorings are oil based. They are not. Um, but Loran is a multi billion dollar company mm-hmm. for the food industry. The chances of them reformulating all of their shit for vaping when they have been very adamant on the fact that they do not want us using their products because they don't want the liability of it was laughable and to try to tell people you are not going to get one of these companies (coughs) to jump through hoops for us with the minuscule amount of their revenue that comes from us so when all of the wire stuff came out i i automatically assumed that it was the same bullshit marketing that we that we have seen over and over again we see it with we we see it with wicking material now Mm -hmm. and and that's just as much marketing bullshit as this is um i would like to think that most vapors are are beyond that now but there is a lot of push put on well this is competition wicking material this is competition wire this is competition e-liquid I, I think I would just like people to understand, don't, don't be fucking stupid. Yeah. And this is more of it. And until somebody like you, with some really expensive testing equipment, can, <laughs> can run this stuff and put the screen grabs up of just exactly what the stuff comes out to, um, and I can imagine you've probably caught a lot of shit lately over this.
2: I've been contacted by several people that are involved with the boutique wires and the, i've yeah it's a shitstorm. why are you doing this man you're trying to destroy vaping you're moving the focus off of advocacy and you're putting it on this and i looked at him and i said you know what people have a right to know what's in their wire just as much as they have a right to know what's in their juice maybe not the exact formula for it I mean, if that's your closely guarded secret, but when you're telling people our wire is the best wire on the market, it's nothing else is like it and you're going to love it and you're going to swear by it. And because you're metallurgically ignorant of what, you know, goes on in wire making, you're going to swear by it because you're stupid. That was the, that was the beef that I had.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And, uh, in to his credit, Tucker James was the only one to say, you know what, go ahead. I want you to test my wire. I'll send you wire. And he sent me six different bags of his atomic wire. And he told me, he said, you know, this stuff, I, I do extra stuff to it. I anneal it. I make sure everything's clean. Uh, we, we clean everything. We wear gloves when we package it. Everything is done, you know, as clean as we possibly can. And... When I bought Defiant, I said, you know what? I'm gonna lower the price a little bit and I'm gonna give people a little bit more than what they were given before. And he does. And his wire is obviously annealed because I took a strand of his 304 and and that's what Atomic slash Defiant is. It's 304 stainless steel. And I put it up against a strand of the G-Plat standard and a strand of the Royal wires, which are both 304 stainless. And I did a bend test on them. Uh, you, I put them. I straightened them out, and I took three strands and I put it on a table, and I used a straight edge and I bent them down until the straight edge popped back, and the G plat and the Royal wire both popped up to about the same angle, but the the uh, the Defiant or the Ana or the Atomic wire it stayed bent.
0: Okay, so and, let me let me ask you. You are talking. Okay. Because a lot of people are going to hear annealing, and they're going to think, like, the annealing that I do with with my torch um, when I was doing all my Genesis stuff and everything. You're talking about he kill-anneals his stuff, right? Yes. He's- okay. And... The
2: annealing process, to do it properly, I mean, yes, while you can take a torch and you can get things noticeably softer with just a torch.
0: Yeah, that's it's, just the, the quick and easy way of doing it. Uh, yeah. kiln, kiln annealing is, it is heated up to that point and it is cooled down extremely slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, this is not, okay, I just I just wanted yeah. to make that clear because when, when you said annealing, I'm like thinking, no, because that's what I do with my canthal. You probably are not talking about that. You're talking about doing it with a kiln.
2: Yeah, with a kiln because it's more consistent and it, it's a little bit more um, predictable in how it's going to be softened. Um, if uh, cool a bat, I'm sitting out on my balcony right now. We, just, we got bats flying around. It's kind of cool.
0: They're good um, outside, just not in my house. <laughs> yeah, they still not funny. Still not funny.
2: I forgot you had that bat in the house. But yeah, you know, so his wire was obviously softer than the other two. And, you know, I made no bones about it. And I said, look, you know, if do I personally think that annealing is worth the extra money? You know, I can't really judge that to me. It's not for a wire to be softer for me. It doesn't I mean, I've got pretty stout hands, and I'm pretty meticulous when I wrap coils. I mean, I'm not wrapping coil porn or nothing, but my coils, they all have to be straight. They all have to be exactly identical. I pre-bend everything. I build identical coils. I'm just that OCD about things. So to me personally, a softer wire, it's not something I'm willing to pay extra for. I don't really need it. Other people may. You know, and the flavor that they get off of it, just like with any other juice, it's subjective. If you feel that it's worth that amount of money, by all means, spend your money how you feel. But the rest of these wires, you know, all of these wires are something that you can source quite easily on Google if you know what search parameters to put into the search bar. You know, if I type in 316 MIG wire by the spool, it comes back with Amazon. I get, you know, results for Radnor welding, Hobart welding, a lot of welding companies because that's exactly what this stuff is. It's, yeah, it's welding used
0: for, Yeah, it's for stainless welding for on yeah. a stainless pipe. And 316 oh, is Jesus. the most common. I am like, um, by the end of the show, I'm going to have to turn in my girl card, right? Because I'm, <laughs> nah, getting, I'm getting PMs from people going, how do you know about kiln annealing?
3: <sighs> okay.
2: Hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. You know, it doesn't. I know girls that drive big, huge, jacked-up trucks and you know, chew and spit with the with the boys and drink moonshine on the weekends. Not really my cup of tea, but hey, you know, yeah. that's for them. Doesn't I, make them any less I'll of a tell girl. You what
0: I did bring home. I'm glad that when, by the way, on the way home from Vape Bash, um, I got to be, I had an up close and personal experience with the TSA because apparently. Um, my purse mm-hmm. they they. I went at the end of the line to get my stuff and I'm like oh there's my suitcase there's my coat, there's my boots uh, where's my purse? Needless to say my purse was on a different conveyor belt mm-hmm. and uh, so the lady said you know we're going to have to go through your bag is there any of this in there, is there any of that in there and I'm like well yeah, there might be broken glass in there depending on how rough you people were with it uh, because, you know, I mean, I, I had like uh, 240 plus mil of e-liquid in my purse. Um, apparently, my purse tested positive for explosives. Oh,
2: Jesus, the glycerin. <sighs> yeah, it's understandable. When I went out on this hitch, I boxed up all of my flavor concentrates that I got from Kimmer and one stop and I said you know what I'm not gonna buy any liquid while I'm out there I'm just gonna mix it in my hotel room and just DIY the flavors that I like um, and they took all of my flavors.
0: Well you know Kimmer's in Colorado now right? Yeah I, I heard that and I really meant to be able
2: to you know to to try and go out and see if I couldn't just purchase from her, you know, cash in hand. Mm-hmm. But I just I didn't have enough time. We only had one fatigue day the entire time we were there, and it blizzarded, blizzarded. Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, words.
0: yeah, That's a word. <laughs> yeah, that's a word.
2: It 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 snowed so badly that finally they cut our inspection company loose at the last minute and I went out to the parking lot, everybody else was gone. I got into the little rental Nissan, and I put it, you know, I scooped all the snow out from in front of the car, stuck it in gear, moved about three feet, and it just started digging. And then I got a flat tire. And I thought, F my life, what am I gonna do now? So I called uh, Budget. They said, yeah, it's it's a blizzard. We're not gonna be able to get to you. And I ended up having to change that tire in the snow, in a pile of mud, all by myself. I had to get the Bobcat driver $10 to drag me out sideways just so I could get it up onto firm. Yeah, I was so pissed that day. Yeah,
0: I been pissed. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, um, when they took all your stuff, I I probably would have been really pissed. But because, see, my flight got into Chicago really early Um, So I was there, Par and I were there for like five hours before any of the other girls landed. And Par and I hung out at the Chicago airport all that time. Now, when our flights left, everybody else's flight left really early in the morning. We had to be at the Chicago O'Hare at six in the morning. And when we got there, I swear to you, there was 1,500 people waiting in line to go through TSA. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? They had like four TSA booth things open, and I'm thinking, Jesus, Lisa's never going to make her flight. She did, but I was really worried. So we go through this thing, right? And they've got my person and this girl standing there, and the girl says, well, and I'm going to have to give you a full pat down. And I'm like, okay. And she kind of looked at me funny, and she goes, well, we can do it in private if you prefer. And I'm like, oh, no, right here. I said, I like it better right here in front of all these people. (laughs) And she kind of chuckled, and I'm like, you know. I said, if you're feeling really nice, you could just go really slow. And, and this girl, she's like, "Ma'am, I don't think I'm allowed to laugh." And I'm like, "Well, you know, if you if you if you go really slow and you do it just right, maybe the people watching'll even pay." And this girl just fucking lost it laughing. It it <laughs> at one point, at one point she says, "Ma'am, she says you can you can have a seat over here." I I'm sitting on my I'm sitting over there in my suitcase just fucking laughing and and demetra and liz and lisa are all standing on the other side of airport security just looking at me like i have lost my fucking mind and and the girl says ma'am she says you're taking this off a well and i said well let me put it to you this way something had to go wrong and i needed something to keep me entertained today and she said okay I said, my flight doesn't actually leave until noon. And she goes, do you know it's six in the morning? I said, how the fuck could I not know it's six in the morning? And she starts cracking up laughing again. So um, yeah, I think I think it was just, they they must've figured that I had something to hide because why the fuck was I at the airport six hours early? Right. But yeah, so um, apparently if you have a Solito tank in your purse and the glass breaks in half and runs liquid. All over the DNA devices in your purse, um, airport security will like you a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, I went out on Southwest, and I, I, you know, I went on the Southwest website beforehand, and it said as long as the bottles are not over four in, or, you know, four ounces a piece, and they're in Ziploc bags, you're good to go. What they didn't tell you was that all of your liquid. Bottles that are under four, uh, four ounces, they all have to fit in a one quart Ziploc bag. Yeah. So, needless to say, I was a little pissed. Um, I wasn't really going to argue with them too much, though, because they didn't they didn't charge me for my bag, which when I came back they did because my bag was apparently seventy five pounds and they wanted to charge me seventy five dollars. They said, but you know, if you can take you know, the 25 extra pounds and put it in this other bag, um, you'll be good to go. I said, so wait a minute, you're telling me the airplane's going to haul the same amount of weight no matter what? Yeah. So if I leave it in there, I'm entitled to to travel with 50 pounds for free, but because there's 25 more pounds in there than what you say I'm allowed to have for free, I've got to pay a dollar per pound for the 50 that I'm already allowed to fly for free. She's like, yeah, we we don't make the rules. And when they took my liquid, they threw all of the flavor concentrates in the trash can with all of the other stuff that was potentially bomb-making materials. The bomb (laughs) water and the bomb juice and the bomb soda. They threw it all in the same trash can next to this huge group of people. Yeah, I just, I wasn't fixing to argue with them anymore.
0: Well, in, in Jan's words, it's security theater.
2: It is, very much so, because I got to fly with my pocket knife.
0: I forgot I even had it. It was in my shoulder
2: holster, in my, uh, in my, zip, uh, in my duffel bag that I fly with, and my shoulder holster is not for a firearm, it's for uh, two-way radios. Uh, So it's got, you know, different loopholes on it that I can attach my keys, I can put my industrial paint markers in it, my laser slash flashlight, uh, my pocket knife was in one pocket. Um, I've got gloves in the other, I've got rubber gloves, I've got paint brushes. excuse me, and yeah, they let me fly with all that. So apparently it's okay to fly with a pocket knife that you could potentially stab or slash someone to death with. Yeah, the, and- only,
0: the only person I got pissy with at the airport was the girl at the um, actual gate for my flight out, because that mm-hmm. lady pissed me off. So... I get to the airport, and they print my ticket, and I look down at my ticket, and my ticket doesn't say American Airlines. Um, and on the way in, as Par and I are watching plane lands, planes land, uh, Lisa has texted us and said that they were changing her airline, her changing her airplane, that they were putting her on a smaller plane, and Par and I are thinking, oh my God, no, they're putting her on one of them little fucking puddle jumpers, right? Uh-huh. So... When we got to the airport for me to fly back out, and I looked down at my ticket, and it didn't say American Airlines, it said American Eagle. I am like, oh fuck! They're gonna right. put me. They're gonna put me on one of them glorified wind-up rubber band things. What the oh, fuck? Oh yeah. yeah, I flew yeah, on the smallest yeah, airplane
2: yeah. I have ever flown on. I don't uh,
0: like little airplanes. I yeah, do not no. like little airplanes.
2: I'm a fat boy. The more engines that you have, the safer I feel. Yeah.
0: So, well, I get to the gate and I said to the lady, I said, um, I said, now, you're not going to require me to check my bag, are you? Because my bag can't be checked. And she said, um, and she looks at it and she said, yes, that's going to have to be checked. And I said, no, 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 no. My bag is w- well within carry-on limits. And she said, yes, I know, but this small of a plane... The overhead bins aren't as big. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to figure something out, lady, because you cannot check my bag. I had all of those, uh, the AIOs that I bought were in there. Um, My spinal cord stimulator charger was in there. I mean, I've got all kinds of lithium ion batteries in my freaking suitcase. Mm -hmm. She says, well, you're going to have to put them in another bag. And I held my purse out to her and I said, do you think that I can stuff any more shit in here? (laughs) <laughs> and she said, well, I don't know what to tell you, but um, your bag's going to have to be checked, and anything in your bag that can't be checked, you're going to have to remove. I was pissed. So I ended up having to go buy a bag at one of the gift shops. And by the way, if anybody knows the assholes that designed Chicago O'Hare Airport, tell them cheap mother f- to put in more moving sidewalks.
2: Yeah, Denver International's like that too. They've got two.
0: I swear to God that I walked fifteen miles that day in that airport. It was bullshit. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. It just not right. Yeah. Nobody, and I, nobody I should have to walk the, that frickin' far to fly.
2: Yeah, and I stand on the moving sidewalks. I don't even walk on them. Oh, neither do I. I look at them yeah. like I'm this is the greatest thing ever. I yeah, don't all, even all these have people walking up this. behind you
0: going, Excuse me, and I'm like, uh misunderstood the concept of moving sidewalk? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm standing there thinking this is, they put this thing in here so I didn't have to walk. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, you mean to tell me you're so much in a hurry to get to your flight that's not going to leave any earlier just because you got there earlier.
0: Yeah. So I uh, just enjoy the little things. I I ended up with this cute little, not little, but I ended up with this real cute canvas bag thing. That's got Chicago embroidered on it and whatever, but which will be really good for flying because, um, I could put my purse right inside the damn thing plus extra shit. So yeah, that it, it worked out all in the end, but I was not planning on spending $20 on a bag at the airport. And the only reason it was $20 is because it was on clearance, but, um, Yeah, so, yeah, that girl, I was a little snippy with that girl. It's like, no, 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 no. If you're going to book me on a fucking plane that doesn't have an overhead bin big enough to, to hold a standard overhead bin sized case, then you should tell people this shit before they get to the damn airport. Yep. Yeah, the TSA lady feeling me up. I was really nice to her. I kept making her laugh. The 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 not so nice bitchy chick at the at the gate. Yeah, her not so much. Not so much.
2: <coughs> Sorry, I was vaping. But,
0: but um, I got to come home and tell my husband I was already felt up once today. What are you gonna do for me? <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna take you to Harbor Freight." And I'm like, "Okay, that's better."
2: Yeah. Oh, I love Harbor Freight. Me too. Uh, three quarters of their crap is just cheap Chinese clone crap, but the it's the the 25% of uh, the gold that's there that you just got to hunt for to find it.
0: I needed a pressure pot to, do, to cast acrylic. Oh. Yeah. yeah I, nice. I, I got sick and tired of not finding the color combinations that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna cast my own, damn it. And I still
2: gotta mail you this uh this drip tip for this Buddha V two so I can get a custom three wishes done for it.
0: Well, you know my address.
2: Yeah, I do. Um, um when when are you gonna be moving?
0: Um yep. <laughs> I'll be doing I'll be doing shit right up until then and I'm sure as soon as we get there everybody will be doing more shit. So you know, um, but yeah, no, I got sick and tired of it and uh I said to my kid, I said, uh, you wanna learn how to cast acrylic? And he's like, sure. I gotta love this kid. I have one of the few teenagers uh around that is not afraid of work. Um and I'm 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 pretty damn proud of that kid because every time uh my husband or I come up with an idea of something we're gonna do, uh my kid is going, All right. <laughs> mm. Well, at okay. least you got that. Well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, he is a good kid. but um, So, so yeah, so I needed a pressure pot. And um, I was not paying $700 for one because I don't need a giant pressure pot. I just needed a small one. And a lot of these people are like, oh, you can make one out of a pressure cooker. And I'm like, have you not ever read the specs on a pressure cooker, you stupid ass people? Really? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> You don't take something that was made for 15 pounds max pressure and put 60 pounds in it. Mm-mm.
2: Not going to end well.
0: Not a good idea. mm so, uh, So, yeah. So, needless to say, uh, my wonderful husband took me to Harbor Freight um, so that I could buy a two-and-a-half-gallon pressure pot. I was happy. I was very, cool. very happy. Mm, cool beans. And then he says, do you want to go to the mall? I'm like, no. <laughs>
2: Yeah, see, huh?
0: No, absolutely not.
2: No, nah, yeah, see, so you shop like a guy. When you want something, you're on a mission, you go in for that, and that's it.
0: And my husband <laughs> shops like a girl. Uh, he's, he's a great big manly man, but let me tell you what. This man could go in Walmart after a $5 light bulb and find a way to spend 100 or so dollars.
2: You know what? I'm like that too. But no. then again, I get to thinking. You know what? There was something else I needed. Ooh, this looks cool. I gotta have that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no.
0: <laughs> no. 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 I I despise shopping. Amazon was the best thing that I ever found in my life. Oh,
2: my crack is kitchen gadgets.
0: I uh. Well, they have those on Amazon, you know. I'm just yeah, you, and but they'll I, like that the, shit I like to the your door. feel.
2: I tend to shop like I'm Helen Keller. If I can't hold it in my hand, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Honestly, had I not seen the AIOs in person, I probably never would have bought any of them. Well, I've
2: seen those. Um, I watched a couple of uh, YouTube reviews of them. Um, Some pretty decent reviewers that took them apart. I mean, took them straight down to bits and looked at them and... I thought, you know, that's that's pretty interesting. And yeah. I tell you what, I'm all over the Westmac site. Uh, this RX200, I am thoroughly, thoroughly pleased with it. Um, the fact that they upgraded it,
0: yeah, that's the software. The one, that's that's the one with the chip that they're gonna have to pay evolve for because they stole all uh-huh. and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. They they will. Yeah, um, they will. They're gonna end up having to, you know, cut cut them a, a pretty sizable yeah. check for everything that they've sold. I'm glad I got two of them when I could. I'm thinking yeah. about getting two more there, just There's to
0: absolutely no way in hell Brandon loses this lawsuit. None. None whatsoever. Um, and, you know, I've, I've heard a bunch of people... Uh, I've heard opinions either way. I've heard a bunch of people bitching about it, you know, and Evolve's a bunch of Money Hungry, whatever, which I think is absolute bullshit. Uh, Brandon, you know, people just... They just don't get it. Um, without the innovation that Evolve has brought to the, to the playing field and to the game, a lot of the shit that we're using every day, we wouldn't. Um, I know there are people out there that, that dislike Evolve. Um, I am not one of them. I, I am pretty much a, a DNA fangirl. Uh, I have a DNA 200 setting here. I have a, a Vapor Shark with a DNA 40 sitting here. I have one of my Opus D's sitting here, and then I have the Joytech AIO sitting here. So three of the four devices that I'm using right now are are all DNA, and and I love them. But um, so yeah, I am I am glad that that Brandon went after somebody, um, and everybody started bitching about the you know well, why them and why not this guy and why not this guy and why not this guy. Um, it's my personal opinion that he went after the the biggest. Dog out there, mm-hmm. and when you take down the biggest one, everybody under him has. Nothing. Yeah, they get
2: they they get squeamish. Yeah, rightfully so. Yep.
0: So, but anyway, yeah. As far as the Wismack, um, the the. Ouch. What do they call? It's the mm Hmm. Yeah, the Rilo. Um, my son's parents both vape, and and they have them. It's a really nice mod. It's freaking heavy as hell. Yeah, um,
2: it's it's got a good heft to it. Yeah, well, it's got it's,
0: three eighteen six fifties in it. So what do you want?
2: Well, I don't know. See, yeah, I've got a hog V two that's got four of them in it. So
0: um, the the DNA two hundred that I use all the time is from Ed the Green. It's the one of the infinities. Uh, it's one of the two hundreds that he built with Mamu's three D printed box. Oh, nice. Um, it is so light. I love this thing. It There is like nothing to it. It's amazing. See, I love
2: it. Now see, I like a mod with, you know, a good heft to it. Something that's, you know, ergonomic enough to where it's comfortable in the hand, but something with that reassuring weight to it. That, oh, yeah. You know, this is well manufactured. But, you know, that's not to detract from things that are lighter and just as well produced either. Though.
0: Um, when my hands hurt, I get out my silver bullets. That's the mod that I use when my hands ache. Because it's I got see. enough weight to it that I know that it's in my hand, but there are absolutely no corners on it to kill my fingers.
2: And see, I don't have rheumatoid arthritis, but I do have the beginning stages of arthritis. And my hands, when the... Denver was a nightmare for my hands. I was rubbing aspirin cream all over my hands for about the first four days that I was there. And then I just... Uh,
0: um, Kimber keeps asking me if I'm gonna uh, go out when she gets married, and I keep telling her when she moves someplace where they've got fucking air.
3: <laughs>
0: um, I went and saw Kimber when I was in Minnesota for PB's wedding, and 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 I adore Kimber. Um, Kimber's one of my favorite people on the planet. But when she moved to Colorado, she moved like up there where there's no air. Yeah. Yeah,
2: just climbing up the stairs to the portable buildings that we were using for offices, uh, they take these storage containers and they turn them into, you know, powered, lit, Wi-Fi-enabled, you know, offices. And they stack three, four, five, six high. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and walking up the steps to this thing, I mean, I'm from Texas, so... I mean, we're, we're nice and rich. You've been here. Yeah, but anything, anything
0: over too high, I wouldn't be walking upstairs. Absolutely. I'm, I, I don't know as I would say that I am afraid of heights, but I will tell you that I have a very healthy respect for them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
2: heights don't really bother me but the lack of oxygen at that level yeah. the air was so much thinner it, walking up just walking up you know three flights of steps i was winded
0: I, uh, yeah so in other words i'd have made it up a half a flight and i'd have been laying there going somebody get a forklift yeah
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh-uh. pretty much
0: no yeah. Yeah. yeah um a very healthy respect for heights
2: yeah it, see it's it's not the heights that bother me it's the fall
0: it's Luckily, even, whenever it,
2: I get up on things, I'm required, if I get four feet off the ground, I have to wear a harness. So, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. I've got my own harness, my own lanyards, safety retracting lifelines. You know, it's, it's a good, solid I'm
0: you not, know, piece I'm of not equipment. I'm not afraid of falling off of shit. It's just like riding in an airplane. Everybody's like, aren't you afraid of the plane dropping out of the sky? And it's like, no, look, here, here's how this works. I, I'm not afraid of the plane falling out of the sky. The plane falling out of the sky is not going to hurt me. The sudden stop at the end is going to suck. <laughs> wow. And, and yeah. that's, that's the same thing about being on a ladder. That one-tenth of a second where I'm falling through the air isn't going to bother me a bit. The sudden stop at the bottom is going to seriously piss me off.
2: Yeah, and see, ladders, I watched my grandfather when I was about four years, I'd say I was about four years old, an extension ladder that he propped up on the side of his RV, it was a gooseneck, and he was painting, you know, roof sealant on. And the ground that he had set the ladders, you know, states on, uh, they, they weren't, it wasn't the most solid level ground and he took a tumble and broke his back and that was has been engraved in my mind forever so i don't do ladders unless they're firmly welded or bolted to the side of something i don't do ladders
0: no i uh, i never had a problem with heights um i went to toronto and we were going to see the Phantom of the Opera at Pantages Theater in Toronto. And so my friend thought it would be a wonderful idea to take me to the CN Tower in Toronto. It's like the Seattle Space Needle or Reunion Tower in Dallas. Okay. Okay. It's one of them things. It's, you know, big freaking tower way up in the air, which was fine. And we went up there. And the CN Tower in Toronto has a glass floor in part of it.
2: Oh, fuck that.
0: Somebody pushed me out on this glass floor. That is when I developed a very healthy respect for heights.
2: Yeah, because I don't care how thick that glass is, how tempered it is. I'm, no, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> no. I was, if, it's, if it's not I was steel on a, beneath my feet, I'm I not was on a floor
0: it. It, it. I was on a floor one second, and the next, I was... I think this thing's like 110 stories in a year, um, with nothing under me.
2: Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> You're a bigger man than I am.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I developed a very healthy respect of heights at that moment in time
2: yeah i would eventually i, w- I would have instantly became grumpy cat <laughs> yeah, no.
0: yeah it was bad yep. And and my dad is like this is and my dad laughs about it to this day because when we were kids um my parents would get phone calls every once in a while do you know what your daughter did <laughs> and it's like no what she pushed my son out of a tree
2: is he still breathing <laughs>
3: well
0: we would we would always as kids you know have these races to the top of the tree
3: mm-hmm. and
0: you did whatever you had to do to win
3: <laughs>
0: and a lot of times that meant pushing somebody else out of the way and sometimes they fell So I wasn't always very respectful of heights. I am now. (laughs) So. Yeah, storage containers stacked that high. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, it's, it was, it was hairy.
0: My, My, sorry, that was my, okay, she's okay though? Okay. My, uh, my son texted me earlier. He took my truck to his girlfriend's softball game. I was going to go, but the weather here was shitty and rainy, and my hands just couldn't take it. So I stayed in the house. Um, and next thing I know, my son is texting me a couple hours later. He's like, Mom, your truck's at, in Grandpa Grandma's driveway. The key's in the cubby thing, and the, the it has remote entry. Mm-hmm. So we can get it. he's like, and I'm like, all right. And he goes, I'm at the hospital. I'm like, you're where? Uh, his girlfriend, uh, got hit in the, she, she's played catcher at the softball game tonight. And, uh, yeah, she got smacked in the face with a baseball bat hard enough that it cracked the helmet later out. Ouch. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, is she okay? <laughs> yeah. He's all, he's all freaking out telling me about where my truck's at. And I'm like, fuck the truck. Where, <laughs> how is Paige? So, but, yes, she is okay, she's got a concussion. Uh, The the hospital was concerned because it busted the helmet. Okay. at least she was wearing a helmet. Yep, she's okay. Yeah, well, they make you now in high school sports um, if you're catching and, yeah, they, it's...
2: I remember playing softball in a church youth group when I was 12 or 13. And I was catcher, and a guy, I mean, he took a mad crack at the ball and swung the bat around just a little bit too hard and cracked me right in the jaw with it. I was okay, but I was laid out.
0: Yeah, I got, uh, I got one one of the numerous times my nose has been broken uh, was a baseball bat, and, and it was one of them things where I was going up to bat, and the girl that was on first had tossed the bat, and uh, the the first base line coach, uh-huh. uh, the first base coach went and picked the bat up and went to fling it over by the fence. Uh-huh. And he threw it a little harder than he thought, and it cracked me right in the face. Ouch. Well, and it this was beer league, so, you know... At the time, other than the fact that it blacked both my eyes and I didn't really give a shit, uh, when I got sober, I cared more. I'm like, how freaking hard did he hit me with that shit? And they were like, you don't remember? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of beer involved with that day. A lot of beer. But, you know, that's what beer league's about, right? Beer League is about drinking beer, it's not necessarily about remembering the softball game.
2: Hey, the more beer the better.
0: (laughs) So, I'm I'm assuming my truck is back now, Um, I didn't ask him that, huh, I wonder if they dropped him off at his grandparents to get my truck or if they just brought him home. I'm assuming he brought, he'd have brought my truck home, right? Mm, You'd think. Hey Bay, did you bring my truck home? Yeah, my truck's home. Mm, good deal. I figured I better. Ask. Yeah,
2: after going so long with it, you know, in the shop. Jeez.
0: Oh, that still. Have I done a show? I haven't done a show since that fucking disaster.
2: Um, no.
0: Okay, so I told everybody. I told everybody about the the wind destroying my carport and the carport messing up my truck. mm mm-hmm. huh. So, I have to take it to Jamestown, New York to get it fixed, because the only two garages around here that that guarantee the work for life, there's one in Jamestown, New York, which is two hours west, and there's one in Hornell, New York, which is a little over two hours northeast of me. So I figure, well, we'll take it to Jamestown, because Jamestown has better restaurants because what's the point of going to a decent sized city if you don't get good food while you're there yeah yeah. so they call me and say oh yep your truck's all done blah 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 blah." I mean they'd only had it like three days and I'm like it is? and they're like yep total damages was $1,100 really? wow I figured it was going to be more than that nope you're all set I said okay so get my kid out of school because you know Jeannie can't drive more than a mile so Paul's out of town working of course um, part of the reason we're moving I would get to see my husband more than two days a week um, so I get the kid out of school he's got a study hall last period I get the kid out we drive out get all the way to Jamestown Bernie's Taking the stuff out of the rental car and he's putting it in the truck and I go to and I walk up to the passenger side of this truck to get in it and I look and I'm like they didn't fix this. They missed that. Oh shit, they missed that. Oh my god, they missed like they didn't touch anything on this whole entire side. What the fuck were they talking about being fixed?
3: <laughs>
0: I go back in and I look at the girl and I'm like, um that's not fixed. She goes, yeah, it is. You're all set. I'm like, no, it's not fixed. Nothing on the passenger side was touched.
2: Yeah, you better walk your happy ass out there and look.
0: And she says, what? And she picks up the forms. Now, when we took the truck in, I had to circle all the damage. I had to circle the big schmuck on the tailgate, had to circle the rear tail light. We circled the entire passenger side of the truck.
2: Wow. Somebody forgot their glasses. That the day. guys
0: in the shop said, oh, was that marked? Yeah. The whole freaking side was circled. Oh. And the, the one guy says, well, there was, we walked all the way around it. We didn't see any more damage. I'm like, no, you come outside with me now. So now I'm pissed, right? Because this is like Tuesday.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Rightfully so.
0: This is freaking Tuesday before I left for vape, for vape Bash. The guy goes out and he's like, oh and i'm like do you see this and he went yeah and i said and this oh yeah and this 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 there were like 15 spots down the side of my truck and he goes i swear to you we did not see those inside and i'm like well then the only thing i can suggest to you is you start taking anything that is a 2015 ford f-150 with a tuxedo black paint job outside to look at it yeah well and so they took it back in and they're like we're awful sorry we'll give you the rental car for another day but i'm like do you realize that this is like three hours of my life driving today for nothing for nothing
2: uh, oh yeah i've would been pissed
0: wasn't happy so we come home so the next day they called me at like two o'clock in the afternoon wednesday now mind you Wednesday night I never went to sleep because at 2 o'clock in the morning we had to leave for the airport Wednesday 2 o'clock in the afternoon they call me and they say yep your truck should be done today I said should be is not an available answer (laughs) and he says I'm sorry I said should be is not an available answer You either have it will be or it will not be. Because understand, I drove all the way up there yesterday to find out that the truck wasn't done. Now you're calling me and telling me it should be done. You need to find out by 4 o'clock this afternoon. At the very latest, do not call me at so much as 4 one to tell me that it is definitely going to be done. I need a definite answer before then. Because here's the deal. I rode all the way up there yesterday. I'm going to have to ride all the way up there again today. If it's not done, I'm going to be flipping livid because I have a spinal cord stimulator implant that does not like to ride in a car. And at two o'clock this morning, I have to leave to go to the Buffalo airport where I am going to Chicago and I won't be back until Sunday. So it's either done today and I come get it or you're paying for this rental car until Monday period and the man says okay i will call you back by 3:45 p.m with a definite answer <laughs> i said okay because i don't want to drive to jamestown twice for no apparent reason needless to say we get up there and it was done i got my truck back and uh, let me tell you um, anybody that ever says a four-wheel drive truck rides like shit is, is wrong. Because n- they apparently have never ridden in a Hyundai Santa Fe. That car, that little itty-bitty car that they wanted to call a full-size SUV, I beg to differ with them on that, too, by the way. That thing has got the worst ride of any vehicle I've ever been in in my life. I honestly think that I had go-karts as a kid that rode better than that car.
2: My Cooper ride's pretty rough, but the suspension in it is very tight. And I don't mind that, except for the fact that, you know, Houston streets look like landscape of Mars.
0: Yeah, uh, that car was terrible. Uh, Bernie and I got in the truck and we were both like, oh, we have missed you. (laughs) they can they can keep the 42 miles to a gallon city um because yeah it was it rode terrible just it was god i did i did not like and anybody that's got a hyundai santa fe and you love it i'm sorry um i'm glad you love your car i don't uh i i missed my truck i was very very glad uh to to get the the truck back
2: uh, see i don't like driving anything with a automatic transmission
0: i i when, didn't used to but i'm old now i got better things to do than shift
2: now uh, to me shifting is just part of the experience you know it just it's second nature having that uh nissan ultima up there for the entire month i was at a loss every time i'd go to you know to get in to, to start the thing uh, you know i, I gotta push my foot all the way to the floor on the clutch and there's no clutch
0: yeah and all of a sudden it hits Jeez. the floor yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because if you're used to driving with a clutch and that happens when you hit your clutch pedal you have big problems yeah yeah and then
2: i kept i kept wanting to shift and i caught myself a couple of times i'd knock it out of drive and into neutral not even thinking about it and go to hit the gas and there's nothing
0: oh that's right i'm in an automatic well, you can shift my truck. Well, yeah, but that's not quite the same thing. <laughs> it's a push button, but you can shift the truck.
2: <laughs> oh, that's the one that's got it on the on the shifter. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, all of our company trucks are like that. I mean, they're they're really nice, you know, Ford F250s and F350s and uh, the four-door crew cabs uh, I mean they're really nice trucks but I, I don't
0: know you want to know who is the happiest about the truck coming home the dog
2: <laughs> oh there's so much more room for activities no
0: it meant he could go because oh. I didn't I did not let the I did not let Ruger get in the rental car um, I one I don't know if he'd have fit in the back seat Uh, Two, it was somebody else's car and I was not getting, you know, black dog hair in somebody else's car. So, but yeah, Ruger Ruger was really glad that the truck came home. That meant he could go to the nature trail uh, yesterday with me. So he was, Ruger was very happy when the truck was back in the driveway.
2: Oh, when I caught the plane Friday, I took the rental car back, and it had the donut on it, the same donut that had been on it for the remaining two weeks that I was there, because I wasn't about to try and go find a place to to change the tire on my own dime and then expense the company. There was, yeah, there's soda and, you know, fast food wrappers in the floorboard, and e-liquid spilled into the cup holders, because I tend to over-drip when I drive. Even with an easy dripper, I still tend to drip. When I set it down, it just leaks out of the atomizers, but um, the lady looks at it and says, Oh, you've got a donut on it. Where's the where's the actual tire? And the trunk. Oh, she popped the trunk and the trunk was a mess. And she's like, You couldn't put everything back where it goes? I said, Lady, it's a full size tire. It doesn't fit into this convenience. And did you say, Lady, route. I
0: called you people when damn thing yeah. went flat? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I gave her that of,
2: earful too, and she just kind of ooh, okay. Speak- she wasn't happy, but
0: we—I have to tell you. So here is there is, this is you said rental car, and it brings to mind a really funny story. So we're going to end this show on this on this really funny story because it's fucking hysterical. So there's me, Parr, Lisa, Miss Carolina Bapes, there is Demetra, and there is Liz. There's the five of us women at the airport together, okay? So Liz, Liz rents a car. We have to take the the shuttle thing from the airport to to the to car rental place. I thought the guy we broke the guy that was driving the airport shuttle to the car place. We we seriously did. <laughs> we, did. we so now. Um, you know, and, and a lot of you people have seen us together, um, and and Par and I on our own can can crack some people up, but you you throw you throw Demetra and Liz into the mix, and poor Lisa. Lisa was like the saint of the of the bunch at the time. By the time we got to the car rental place, the guy that's driving this shuttle is like, you fucking ladies rock. <laughs> 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 He's going to piss himself laughing I mean we're talking And, and we're talking to each other And we're la- laughing, hooting, hollering, having a good time And I, I seriously thought That the guy driving the shuttle bus Was going to piss himself laughing right? So <laughs> we get to the car rental place And this guy is trying to upsell Liz On a car And by the way Liz drives like a Freaking maniac she, uh, Holy shit Um, she drives like my daughter, Alexis, honest to God, her and my daughter, Alexis drive exactly the same.
2: Like a pissed off 16 year
0: old. Uh, Oh my God. Hysterical. But so this guy is trying to upsell Liz. He's trying to get her to buy this insurance and he's, he's trying to get her to, to get a a bigger car. And, and he's like, well, you know, the biggest thing I'm going to have is this. I don't even know whatever the hell he was showing on the thing. And I'm like, no, we'll be fine. He's like, well, no, but there, there's five of you. You're, you're not going to have much room. I said, look, dude, we're, we're riding from here to the hotel. I said, other than that, we're probably not even going anywhere. We'll be fine. He's like, well, so how many bags do you have? And I'm like, we each have a bag. And he's like, well, I, I don't know if they're going to fit in the trunk out there. I said, we will be fine. And he keeps looking at Liz. And I looked at Liz and I'm like, tell him we will be fine. And and Liz looks at him and he and says whatever she says.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we go out and they gave her a full size Dodge Charger.
3: Yeah, it's not a bad. How
0: car. how freaking fat did he think us women were? I mean, I know all of us are kind of round, but holy shit, dude! So we're out there and and everybody's putting the suitcases in and they're like, oh well, you know, you know, what? these maybe they're not gonna fit. And I'm like, oh to hell, they won't fit. And I reached in there and I just started flipping everybody's suitcases up on their sides and, and we got all five bags in there and everybody's setting purses and shit in there now, right? And the girl and and this girl's walking out with us and she's like, "Oh, so is everything gonna be okay?" And I said, "Yeah." I said, "But go back in there and tell that boy I could fit a whole dead body in here, even still." And I said, "It might be his." And she just and she cracked up laughing. So I think um, I think my job for the entire thing was to make people laugh because I had everybody cracking up. Um, But, you know, I mean, and if you happen to be the girl at TSA that felt me up in Chicago, thank you, by the way. I appreciate it. (laughs) Made her day. Yep. I was happy. So, but Jeremy, thank you very much. Um, And thanks for hanging out and bullshitting with me, too. Yeah, not a problem. But, um, we, didn't really,
2: we didn't really too much get into the wire results. No, but. we
0: didn't get into the wire results. But, I mean, you have the results posted all over the place. And if you don't oh, mind, yeah. I am going to post the information on my Facebook page. Um, and I'll post them on the show page, too. That way they go to Twitter. Um, so That's So if fun. anybody wants to see the, the actual numbers, um, the the information is there for them. But, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you were honest and, and had and felt the need to make sure that people knew that a lot of this is just marketing
2: yeah it is and just do me one favor before you post those go through and photoshop out all of the company logos oh yeah yeah there's one that actually has uh where it says the company logo it says the company name job number and then there's na underneath it yeah, that one—that one's the one that almost threw me at first. I almost forgot to get it out of the other ones that I posted up, and I didn't white them out. I just sent you the in uh, in Skype. I just sent—I just copied and pasted the the forms over to you. So if you if you do me that favor and just white out the information for the companies, that'd
0: be great. Absolutely, I Photoshop with the best of them. Woohoo. And and I appreciate that you didn't uh, make this out to be some type of wish hunt, um, and you haven't. Um, Everything that I have heard is that you were just straight and to the point about all of it. Um, yeah. And, and I, I respect that. Um, there's, we have too many witch hunts now, but the fact that you have testing to prove exactly what you're saying is true, and that it is pretty much a bunch of marketing.
2: Um, yep. Kudos for that. that. Yeah. The other form, there's two forms. One of them is from my company. The other one is Jesus Martinez, and he works for another rival company. And uh, my company is probably the third largest in the world. His is probably in the neighborhood of the 5th. Um, there's been some mergers here lately, so the numbers of whose larger company might be a little bit different now, but, yeah, we are, we are some of the big dogs in the inspection industry, and, uh, his findings, all they did was corroborate exactly what I found.
0: And when two separate people run the same tests on the same wire and come up with the same results, um, you know, Yeah.
2: In two different states, no less. You know, I mean that's all it is. It's just marketing. These companies aren't doing anything more, you know. Save for for Defiant slash Atomic being annealed and noticeably softer. You know, the rest of them, they're not doing anything that anybody else doesn't do when they repackage, you know, million foot spools of wire into a couple of thousand foot spools for welding machines.
0: Oh, and yes, and Mike Getz says that so well. We call that the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. So, there's that. Oh, and Howard Petty is right. Uh, Howard is one of the people that uh, sat and played Cards Against Humanity with us. Oh, I love Um, that game. I never... I never... uh, got into that game. They kept trying to get me to play it at Vape Bash last year, and I wouldn't. Uh, Ed the Green finally got me to play it last year at VaporCon, and now I have an absolute blast playing Cards Against Humanity. Um, Oh, and alcohol makes it so much better. Yeah, but, well, oh my god, get Frank Cahill drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Frank Frank drunk Cards Against Humanity. Fucking hysterical.
2: Oh, just hold every card with the F-bomb in it, and you're golden.
0: Yeah, absolutely hysterical. Um, poor Frank. Uh, we we had Frank broken. <laughs> yeah, Frank. And Frank was looking around going, you sons of bitches, you're doing this shit to me on purpose. Yeah, Frank was freaking hysterical. Um, <laughs> and and then you got Anthony from, from Juicy Vapor or Nixteria, whichever. We, I mean, Anthony. And Anthony looks like a, a, a 20-something-year-old angel and he's not i'm telling you he's not
2: oh stefan stefan's a riot oh he's all he's all prim and proper on facebook and in the you know in the not blowing smoke posts but you get him off to us off to your you know to your lonesome at a convention yeah summit was a blast he'd had a little bit to drink and oh, you know, he was a riot
0: So we, we, it was it was lots of fun. I now have my countdown going to VaporCon.
2: I need to go to more more conventions. Summit was the only one that I've been able to go to just because it was local and I travel a lot. I'm out of the state more than I'm in the state, and my wife absolutely hates it. She. You know, hates. I mean, she completely dominates the bed when I'm here. I got six inches, and she's got you know the rest of the king size. But
0: uh, why do you think we're moving? It's because my husband is never home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eventually
2: you. I'll get a more stable local position. But you know, for the time being, I'm chasing turnarounds, and I mean, it's where the money is. So it's what pays our bills.
0: Well, I completely understand, and I appreciate the fact that you're going out and inspecting these uh, rigs for faults because, um, yeah, less well fires is a good thing.
2: Absolutely. Uh, like I said, Shell went up, and then uh, Lyondell, Basil the next day. It was, it was a little odd and a little eerie. Two different fires at two different refineries, but they're almost virtually right next door to one another in Deer Park. There's probably a mile of space between them so I mean instantly we all started thinking hmm what's really going on because that was just a little too eerie but I mean the Marsec you know the Marsec uh, the maritime security level hasn't gone up um, you know we don't we don't hear too much in the uh, in the security aspect of it I mean they were just freak fires that broke out and unfortunately Liondell's Coker unit burned to the ground but I mean, it is what it is, and you know, we we do this job to prevent these things as much as possible. You know, startup gets a little crazy. Uh, there's a lot going on, and uh, you know, that's that's what we're that's what we're out here doing it for. You know, we're trying to keep the infrastructure running. We're trying to keep America, you know, the tippy top of trying to be, you know, the greatest nation in the world, and. I mean, we do our part. So,
0: well, I thank you, and I thank you for uh, being honest about the wire testing. Um, it's yep. much appreciated. Absolutely, just trying to do my part. seems to be more about marketing, and I just really wish that people would be honest.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that you can't get online for, you know, twenty or thirty dollars for a five hundred foot spool if you don't feel like buying, you know, a thousand foot spool, and just Cleaning it yourself.
0: There we go. All right, young man. Thank you very much. Thank you, ma'am. Talk to you later. Later. Good night, everybody.